Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. Well, I don't think this is shocking. Today is Blue Monday, which is supposed to be the most depressing day of the year. Right. And as we look outside, I, yeah, I can agree. Uh, it's typically the third Monday of January, and this day was picked because it's the perfect mix of all the factors that make us depressed. Crappy weather, high debt from the holidays, the realization of how far away the next Christmas is. See, I'm fine with that. Like, Right, I, yeah, yeah. I, see, I, okay, I don't like this weather necessarily. I think it's interesting to watch with a tumble or a scotch in your hand, but I'm not a big fan of all of this snow. I think I'm still getting bills from Christmas, mm. like credit card stuff that that's due. That that's a you pain. know is is a pain and, and depressing. <laughs> yeah, when you when you look around and see how much of the actual stuff that you have bought and paid for is being used. When when you here's what I do: I, I budget for an entire Christmas, everybody in seventy five dollars. <laughs> that way, it's easy to pay off seventy five dollars. Everybody right. Um, low motivation at work, f- uh, failing on your New Year's resolutions. Right. I think that's a big one. People set goals, maybe some of them way too lofty. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, listen, I, I mean, I can I can see why this would be a depressing day if we were, you know, uh, it, it, still dealing with because we were still dealing with lockdowns and then yeah. people with businesses are, are, are certainly feeling massive effects of all of this. I think a lot of parents... Uh, if school goes today, is, we'll be celebrating rather than unhappy. But right. again, if they get locked down or the schools go back to online because of the snow, you'll see a lot of people grumbling. Now, the guy who came up with Blue Monday, uh, this uh, doctor, says it was never the intention to make the day sound negative, but to inspire people to take action and make bold life decisions. Okay. Well, I'm boldly going to go home and bury my head in my bed and, <laughs> and avoid it all. And as I look outside at all of this, Lucky, I just think, oh, this is lining up perfect for my bicycle ride in two weeks. Oh, right, yeah. Because I don't think this snow is going anywhere now until March. Uh, likely no. I think we're, we're getting back to frigid temperatures by the end of the perfect. week, too. So. Oh, it's going to be great. Yeah. It's going to be great. So I'm uh, <laughs> I'm actually getting nervous about this, to be honest. <laughs> Like I'm not joking. I, 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 there's times when I think about it and I go, I, I might hurt myself doing this. this oh ride. yeah. I mean, there's a chance and a good chance you're gonna go down at some point here. I, I guess I don't mind like you fall off the bike into a snow. I just don't want to go down a cliff or smack my right. head into a tree. Yes. Um, but I just mean generally like pulling something, having a heart attack out there, this kind of thing. <laughs> oh, those, those things. <laughs> are you uh, are you planning on training at all? Not really. Right. Not really. We we uh, we got a, a rowing machine in the house okay. now. I found it because I stumbled. I almost uh, squished my toe against it going into the laundry room. I guess that's our new gym now. Uh, Daniel went out and bought this thing, so uh, he's using it, and his uh, mother's uh, planning on using it. How very English of him. Mm. He's yes. back from Britain. Yes. Rowing he's rowing taking he's. So uh, maybe I'll hop on that and give her a couple of pulls. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's the only workout I've ever done. Right. Um, uh, you have a bike. Yeah, it's in the garage behind you a bunch a, of stuff. have a trainer. Yeah, it's gone. It's somewhere buried in the garage now. Like stand for it, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, because my son took over that room. It's kind of his office downstairs oh, okay. now. So that all got shoved out in the garage. I mean, I didn't cry over it at all. Right. But uh, 
No, so so it's a ride at Royal Ashburn, and it's all for cancer care at Lake Ridge Health. And uh, you can get to uh, my page there through Facebook or on Twitter at Craig Arvan. If you can make a donation, it would be great. It's all with the DKI guys, CRCS DKI, the Douglas Brothers, who asked me to uh, get involved. Well, I kind of owed them f- for saving my basement. <laughs> I, I want my lake back. <laughs> I'm going to call them and go, whatever you did has made it worse. So, oh, boy. Laps for Lakeridge, huh? Yeah. So it's, or for it's, you, lap for well, Lakeridge. Yeah, I, I think, I honestly, I mean, if I, well, we'll see. I, I don't know how a fat bike rides. I, maybe, maybe it'll be all right. Maybe it'll be fine. Maybe there'll be some hills that I'll have to deal with, and maybe I'll just get off and push it up the hill. Right. Um, I, I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm going to take my time, and I'll go around once. And uh, wait and see. And maybe I'll try it twice. I mean, these guys go for eight hours. Not a chance. Right. Not a chance. <laughs> it might take me eight hours to get around once. So, anyhow, that's January 29th. If you can help out in any way and make a donation, it would be uh, it would be terrific. Because come the Monday, whatever that date is, it'll be uh, Lucky and Kate in the morning. Right. Because I'll be in traction. <laughs> <laughs> well, this lady is uh, obviously uh, very sick of her husband. And she's quite young. She's only 22, so you would assume she hasn't been married that long. So this this marriage has an uphill battle, I think. (laughs) Um, She has been charged uh, for faking her own kidnapping. Now, it happened last year, but the charges were just filed. It's not clear how long they've been married. But as I said, she's 22, so probably not very long. She was working as a delivery driver for Domino's when she called her husband around 10 o'clock at night and said a group of people were trying to rob her. He could hear someone pounding on her window, so he believed it. Then after she hung up, he started getting text messages demanding ransom money. Wow. He also got one that said, I don't have long. I love you. Please help. Holy cow. Like really getting uh, scary. One of her co-workers also got random messages as well. And some of the texts came from a weird number they didn't recognize. It turned out she was using an app. To disguise her number, and all the texts were really coming from her. Police scrambled a SWAT team and tracked her down by pinging her phone. She was sitting in her car with another man, of course. (laughs) That's how they found her. She tried to claim they had just let her go, but the story didn't add up. She eventually admitted she'd made the whole thing up because she just wanted a break from her husband. Holy cow. At 22? At 22. Now, it is, uh, she is down in South Dakota, so she might have been married at 14. We don't right. know. But, uh, yeah, that, that's a sign it's not going well. I mean, the lovely Maria has had her moments where she's sure she's had enough of me. She simply goes to another room and avoids me uh-huh. for a while. Yeah. yeah. Well, working for Domino's and getting a side of pepperoni. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of the things that I guess this pandemic has shown us is that, boy, at our, at our core, we have lost all ability to be mature. We're, most of us uh, are just absolutely thin-skinned seven-year-olds. I was just listening to an interview with Tom Hanks. They were talking about uh, Saving Private Ryan and other war films that he's made, and he he said quite quite nicely about how that generation just they they came together as a group and knew they had a common enemy in 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 Nazis and around the world people gave up careers and families and and went off to fight this common you know this yeah. common enemy and and in, and in many ways uh, 
the same can be said of this uh, virus, uh, and yet so many of us just cannot get on the we cannot get on the same page. And this is a great example of where we're at as as human beings. So uh, back before the pandemic, or just as it got started, uh, airlines started charting and 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 keeping stats on unruly passengers. And in the year 2021, there was 5,980 incidents of people being unruly. Wow. Uh, and almost all involved people pouting and stomping because they had to wear a mask and losing their minds. All going into a meltdown five-year-old. Right. Uh, and just to show how ridiculous this is, between 1995 and 2021, the average number of annual passengers causing trouble was only 182 people. Oh, my goodness. Up to five, almost 6,000 people. So you think, when you think of the thousands of flights that there are daily, yeah. on a daily basis, you think, okay, well, that, that number seems reasonable. Even the 6,000 number seems, mm. you know, high, but, okay, there's thousands of flights a day. To think that, you know, for like 25 years before that, you're looking at less than 200 per year. The, the, the idea that we, so many, and yes, of course, out of all the people that fly, there's still a lot who play by the rules and do as they're supposed to do. But the fact that so many cannot get it through their head, that this is for the safety of everybody else on the plane, that we need to work together on this flight as a team. Right. No, it's just me, 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 and I can't have my way, and I'm pissed. Uh, I think, you know, a couple of factors play into this, not to justify any of it, of course, but I mean, there are a lot of anxieties that happen for for many people that uh, about getting on a flight. And some people have had it before they even get to boarding, uh, just with the process of getting to the airport, dealing with uh, parking and checking in security lineups and all that sort of thing that they've kind of had it to that point. And, uh, you know, the uh, on on board would be the final straw mm. for so many. Uh, whether it's about a mask or about you know putting your stuff in a in in or checking your bags first because mm. that argument happens uh, and then you know whether there's enough room and compartments to put your bags, uh, but I think overall you know for the most part it, it, it's not anxieties it's it's that we have an, an unbelievable sense of entitlement mm-hmm. and, and you know a lot of that has to do with the internet and the fact that we see what's on the other side you know the, that whole grass is greener thing that you know there's so many people that just look and say ah you know you can't tell me what to do Mm. i i you know i see what other people have i want that too i want to act however i want to act and no one's going to tell me differently and it's you know overall a small segment of the population that Mm. does that it's so loud just like the you know the the vax anti-vax you know it's it's a 90 10 Mm-hmm. Uh, type thing, but you know th- that small is very loud, and, mm-hmm. and the internet allows them to project that. You know, you look talk about you know that that war mentality of we're we're banding together to fight. You know, not only were there eighteen year olds, there were sixteen and seventeen year olds, even younger, mm-hmm. who were lying about their age to take part mm-hmm. in it. Right now, I mean, they they looked at it as a as an opportunity that uh, you know they get paid. To do this could as be well. a career. It yeah. could be a career. They could get houses and you know be heroes and 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 they took on that battle for that. Yeah. You know, yep. Now you can't get people to wait in a lineup. Well, the other thing too was they had maybe the the local newspaper, maybe you know news outlet on the radio or would have been just your radio and your your local paper. 
And that's where you got your information, and that's what you believed. You put your trust in your local media, and and I know that we can say, well, you know, don't trust government just because they told you to go to war you shouldn't have. But I, around the world, they saw the common problem, and the Nazis were the common problem, and so they had to solve that. And and, and this this pandemic is very much the same way, I think, anyhow. And it's funny you, you talk about all the the issues and the problems about flight, and yet, again, it's such... First world problems. Oh, yeah. You know, the pouting over not enough room in the overhead. And right. Got to line up to get on a plane to go to Hawaii. Yeah. You it's, know? A, it's a sense of entitlement, yeah. right? Yeah. I've paid for this. Yeah. So you owe me. Yeah. And it's always the guys who are freaking out when they're flying on cheapo airlines. Right. You know, they want to be treated like first class, but they are so not. Well, what else could go wrong this year? I'll tell you what. Netflix is going to raise their prices on us once again. Now, if you have a basic plan of like $9.99 a month, I, it, that stays the same. Okay. Even they feel bad for you. Right. You know. <laughs> the uh, standard plan is going from $14.99 to $16.49. Okay. And the premium is up 2 bucks from $18.99 to $20.99. Ouch. Still worth it, I think, though. I mean. Yes. You know. Yeah. I mean, boy, we watch it uh, daily. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, in our house. And, you know. Our house doesn't watch that much television, right? By comparison, certainly not not as much Netflix as many, but we do watch it on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And and you know, with the premium plan is the one you can kind of share around a little bit too, if you if you really needed yep. to. Yeah, and you know, with TV, there, there's got to come a day when I uh, when I pull way back. I have so many different packages, and I love Crave and I love Netflix, and but there's just like sports channels that I never watched that I had for David, our youngest, because right. Sports junkie in our house, and uh, yeah, I I could probably cut about 150 bucks. The problem is, you know, how they at one point the cable services all said, "Oh, we're going to do a la carte. You can have whatever." Yeah. So if I want HBO, I don't have to have that. But it's all BS because right. they still tell you, oh, "Well, if you want TMN or if you want HBO, you got to have TMN." Right. You know. So anyway. yeah, they're still they're 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 still bundled a bit. Yeah. Uh, what I did cut back on was a lot of the the time shifting. Mm. Uh, yes, stuff. I got rid right. of that. Got rid of a lot of those. <laughs> the point where I, I don't remember getting rid of them, mm. but I guess in one of the packages trying to save some money, one of those long two-hour phone calls right. trying to save some cash, that's what happened with it. Because last night, Adrian said, oh, you know what? They did a special uh, AFV and a tribute to Bob right. Saget. She's like, oh, if it was on time shift, you should record it because mm-hmm. the kids love watching that show. I'm like, all right, cool. And couldn't find nope, it. So nope. I guess I don't have it. Dad let them down again. <laughs> Whoops. Yep. Um, if there's such a thing as karma, then it just hit Lori Lachlan. Someone broke into her house on January 3rd and stole her jewelry box, which had about a million bucks worth of bling in it. Wow. I would check the insurance papers on that. <laughs> her and her husband probably jacked that up a touch. Can't trust those two. <laughs> what about all those rowing medals for her daughter? Were they Gone. <laughs> Gone, no, too. You don't say. Yeah, all the effort that was put into winning those. The theft was discovered by a housekeeper. Surveillance video shows the thieves were dressed in all black and wearing masks. Wow. Yeah. Imagine having all of that jewelry in a in a box. Who was like, it? What is that on your counter? You don't have a safe somewhere? Who was that actress? I can't remember her name now. She was um she was dating uh, the guy that used to be the host of American Idol, and he does everything all the time. He's oh, Julianne Huff yes. and uh, Ryan Seacrest. Yeah. She have like a like a like five hundred grand in jewelry sitting in her car one day, and oh. it got stolen. You know, because that's what you do. Yeah, that's right. You drive. 
Listen, I, I got a Swiss chalet deal. I put it in the trunk because I'm afraid somebody's going to steal it. I don't want anybody getting my half chicken and fries. Careful hanging your masks yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tiffany Haddish is in uh, some trouble. She got arrested on Friday for driving under the influence and an improper stop on a roadway in Georgia. Cops were called because she was allegedly falling asleep at the wheel. Tiffany uh, got pulled over. And they believe she was smoking the marijuana. Uh-oh. She was released a few hours later, 1600 buck bond. She was smiling for her mugshot. Well, that's what you do when you're on the marijuana. Right. Yeah. Well, this uh, took a little longer than I, than, I think, uh, than I think I thought it would. Kanye has officially threatened Pete Davidson, at least in song. Send me from that crash just so I could beat Pete Davidson's <laughs> yeah, so the beginning of the song is him taking shots at Kim. Okay. And then the rest of the song is him taking shots at Pete. All right. Yeah. We'll see how that plays out. Pete already looks like he's been beaten up a few times. <laughs> <laughs> Can, do you imagine, like, you know, Kim Kardashian, whether you like her or don't, and I'm neither here nor there, but she's a, she is a beautiful woman. <laughs> can you imagine, like, does Pete Davidson ever look over in bed and go, I, I can't, like, what can I ever do to satisfy this woman? I don't know, because you look at all the women he's been linked to. They're all beautiful. And they're, <laughs> they're yeah. all way yeah. above the average. There's just so much going on there with Kim, I wouldn't know where to start. <laughs> <laughs> and on this day, January 17th, NBC announced they're going to produce and uh, put out a Betty White tribute. Would have been her 100th birthday that's, today. That's right. Uh, it'll include tributes from Betty's friends and former co-stars of Betty, plus clips from throughout her career. All the guests have not been uh, announced yet. It's going to air on January 31st at 10 p.m., which kind of makes me laugh because anybody who's a Betty White fan <laughs> is probably in bed <laughs> by 10 p.m. Could make it a three in the afternoon yeah, kind of thing, you know? Right. Blue plate special. Um, <laughs> anyhow, it's going to be an hour long, and it's going to be called Celebrating Betty White, America's Golden Girl. Okay, yeah, because there was a movie, I think, that they're, they were opening up in some limited theaters yeah. uh, in, in the States today. It's something that they'd all produced for it, and what was the... Really, the final kick in the nuts mm -hmm. from 2021 was yep. the death of Betty White. Time for a chat with Ted Reader for Halinda's Meets. Good morning, Ted. Good morning, Craig. Good morning, Lucky. Morning, Ted. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, yeah. I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> I actually saw there was somebody who put a, um, a question up on Facebook. Uh, tell us something you have a lot of. And I saw you respond. Was it 74 barbecues? I put 75 plus, I think wow. is what it is. Wow. I have no idea. I have too many. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that is crazy. Um, now, I was on your Instagram account, uh, Teddy, and I, and I love seeing the photos you post. And you, you got me instantly very hungry with this cochino pork sausage that you put in your smoker. Now, explain how you, you said you did this at high heat. So normally with a smoker, it's low and slow. But you went at this uh, sausage hard and fast. Yeah, the cotequino, um, which has uh, got a lot of, a lot of gelatin and, and fat in this Italian sausage. My butcher around the corner from my house, uh, they make this thing. And it's uh, double thickness. So it's, it's, you know, as thick as like a pepperoni it would be, you know, you buy in a grocery store. Okay. Something like that. It's about two inches in diameter, maybe two and a half. 
And so it's a big sausage. And I ran it at 325 degrees in my uh, in my pellet smoker and my Traeger. And it came out just incredible. Mm. And it's got it's got a bite to it. It's a whole different texture than if you were thinking about just like a regular Italian sausage. Mm. This thing has got texture and flavor and and uh, man, oh man, it was good. Yeah. So it, it's finding the unusual thing at your your local butchers, and every butcher makes something that's a little bit different than somebody else does. And so it's kind of it's kind of cool when you find a product that you haven't had before and you see it and you give it a shot and say, "Wow, oh, let's see how this turns out." Well, let's talk sausage a, a little more then, Ted, because as you you know, uh, we get into the winter barbecuing season. A lot of people and grilling think, "Ah, well, I mean, I'm not going to have a sausage on a bun." But there's so many more options you can do with it: sausage and peppers, and make it into pastas and uh, and chilies and the like. And 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 when you're cooking sausage, I think the thing to avoid probably is is breaking it so that you don't lose all the juices. Correct. On a on a fresh sausage, completely. You 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 want to cook those slowly. You don't want to do them super hot, super fast, because what's going to happen is you're going to break that casing, and then you lose all your juices that are on the inside, and you end up with a dry, tasteless sausage. Mm. So slowing things down. Some people like to blanch their sausages first in a little bit of boiling water. I would prefer to do it in a little bit of boiling beer. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. And yeah. then right, yeah. you know, so it adds a little flavor. Yeah. You can blanch it a little bit ahead. I wouldn't do the whole, like, cook it all the way through, but just, just enough to set that outside skin and the, and the casing to set it, and then it cooks a little bit faster on your grill. Um, medium to medium low heat is what you want, and okay. you want to turn it a few times, and it's sometimes even easier if you've got a gas grill. Just pop them up on the top shelf for the, the first little bit and let them cook up on the top like they were roasting in your oven. Okay. And then bring them down to the grill and give them that little bit of a char. But take it easy with your sausage. Don't, like, you know, beat it up. No, well, you, you, when, you're young, when you're younger, wrong. when you're younger, <laughs> you know, when you're 18, you beat the hell out of your sausage. But, you know, we, we mature over time. Now, yes, yes. <laughs> my son, I want to share this with you because uh, my eldest son recently did this. We we got a big hunk of uh, pancetta, and so he um, he uh, just scored it, and I believe he did some kind of brown sugar, uh, a bit, oh, bit of uh, that over top, and then he just roasted it low and slow in the oven for quite a while, and just carving into that and even having just a little piece of it is so decadent. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that sounds yummy, yummy, yummy. Yeah. I mean, any kind of, uh, to me, my life is, is I do love my meat. And uh, meat off of a grill or out of a smoker is is always the best thing. But, you know, changing, changing what you're doing, like play around and experiment with recipes. Try something a little bit different. And you might have the time to do it. And, and in the end, you might have a whole new recipe that you've never done before. And it adds to your repertoire uh, so that you can do a little bit more and, and become a little more diverse and change your game. Yeah, no, for sure. And really, for me, with a nice, uh, a nice quality sausage, I know Halinda's has sausage that you helped develop. Um, but when you do a great sausage and on a nice bun and just some hot mustard, it's heaven on a plate. Oh, it is the I got to tell you from Helendis, the the beer and cheddar sausage, the fresh sausage, unbelievable. Yeah, it's great, great. product. It's great, and yeah. uh, it makes for a tasty sausage on a bun. All right, Teddy. Well, we're going to let you go play with your sausage. 
<laughs> Thank you. <laughs> if people want to talk to you about their sausage or anything else. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> How do they get a hold of you, Teddy? Uh, clean up, aisle five. <laughs> You're going to find me at Ted Grills or at Ted Reader Barbecue The Joint. Rock Mornings with, with Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.